0: The Cal Halbert Podcast. Hello friends, thank you for downloading and listening to this week's episode of the Cal Halbert Podcast. My guest this week is with Arthur TV, the YouTuber. I followed Arthur from when he was first starting out on YouTube and I got hooked on his airline, like the passengers freaking out. You get so binge-worthy on these sort of shows and he's gone on from strength to strength since we recorded this he's such a lovely lovely guy and i really really hope you enjoy this episode because he's so lovely his videos are great go check him out arthur tv so without any further ado let's get on with this episode (laughs) the cal halbert podcast well, I'm very pleased to say that on the show today, on the Cal Halbert podcast, I've got the one, the only, the fantastic Mr. Arthur TV. Hi, Arthur. How are you doing? Hey. Hello. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Thanks for having Get me on. on. Well, I'm good. No, no. Thank you for doing it. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. It's uh, it's a bit of a weird time at the moment, isn't it? But, you know, yeah. we all got to plod along, haven't we?
1: Yeah, very strange time. I mean, good time to be a content creator, I guess, isn't it? Because <laughs> everyone's at home, bored out of their minds. YouTube's one of the very few things you can be doing, so... Time for me to focus on work, and time for people to watch the content and listen to podcasts as well. So, what more can you ask for, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's great. I mean, I'm a stand-up comic by trade. That's what I normally do with stand-up and impressions. So all of that went out the window when we first uh, went down, and that's it. So I've, I've kind of been sat twiddling my thumbs doing nothing. So now it's all down to down to the podcast and talking to myself uh, and uh, hopefully – and basically binge-watching your videos. Uh, who would have thought <laughs> nice. I could watch Airline for the entirety of uh, a whole lockdown? So <laughs> – yeah. The number of people that have been like, I've just binged the entire series and like – a one
1: or two days sitting over lockdown repeatedly It's crazy, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm currently binge watching a couple of Netflix series myself, so
0: yeah. Well, what are you on? Uh,
1: what, the Outer Banks at the moment is a good one. Bit of a, okay. I watched a, a movie called Ch- Have You Seen Chasing Mavericks? No, no, movie about? about a uh, a young surfer who kind of uh takes on these this this colossal waves that comes in because of El Nino, and uh, yeah, it got me back. I, so, I grew up in Jersey actually. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was I was a West Coast boy and we have really, really good surf out there. So uh when I'm feeling a bit a bit down in lockdown, I like to uh get some movies out with a bit of skateboarding, snowboarding, <laughs> surfing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then uh, and then yeah, Outer Banks popped up and it's kind of uh about these um these these this group of group of kids that basically uh live on the coast in America and find out that one of their dads has gone missing searching for a, a shipwreck with 400 million pounds worth of Worth of gold on it. So, uh hell. Yeah, it started, started pretty exciting. It's, a, yeah, it's yeah. a good little series, but we'll see. I think I'm on episode two or three out of 10. So, right. Okay.
0: There's still time for it to go wrong. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Could go very Game of Thrones on me, but we shall see.
0: (laughs) Do you know? I just started uh, watching Designated Survivor. You know, I'm one of these people that Ah, misses everything the first time round. When people say, Oh, you need to watch this, you need to I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. Do you know? I'll watch it when it's all finished and I can binge it
1: all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I was the exact same with breaking bad, wait until it was all over, but I find that when I, when I start watching a series and I get halfway through and I catch up going from watching five episodes a day to having to wait one week per episode <laughs> drives me crazy. So I yeah. actually prefer to wait to the, wait for the season to finish to to jump on the bandwagon.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I have to binge watch everything. You know and I mean, yeah. like, I, I just cannot, I haven't got the patience, just don't know the patience. And I'm absolutely one of these people, you know, when they go, so like uh, recently it's a sin is what I binged. Um, and uh, how old are you, Arthur? Roughly. I'm 24. 24. Okay, right. Well, I'm I'm 27, so I'm a few years older than you. But Tracy Beaker, my mum Tracy oh, Beaker's yeah. just come back, so I've just binged all of Tracy Beaker again. Oh no Back way. to my youth, just like living on the edge. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I I've seen that all over my Twitter timeline. Actually, I haven't really figured out what's going on. Has it made a return?
0: Has it? Oh yeah, yeah, it's made a return. And... Oh, I'll have to check that out. Ah, uh, it's epic. It's probably good. Still have a bit of Tracy Beaker when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did that was yeah. the thing we all loved it yeah we all just deep down we all wanted to be in care that's what it yeah. was <laughs> yeah.
1: well back then I swear there were only like four channels so you know if, if everyone was up at 7am going to school it was the only thing on really wasn't it so yeah.
0: exactly yeah exactly uh, good content <laughs> well, well Arthur we best know you as a YouTuber on your channel Arthur TV uh, tell me a bit about your channel and had you had you always wanted to be a YouTuber
1: uh, I hadn't really, you know, what? funny enough, about 10 years ago, I made three or four YouTube videos. Like yeah. I think I made a call of duty montage. I made, uh, I actually made a vlog, which I haven't done on my channel now, but, um, we, uh, when I was younger, I had a mate round and we heard our neighbors up to something very loudly next door <laughs> and we whipped <laughs> out the camera and recorded it. And, uh, you Know after that, I kind of forgot about it for about 10 years. And um, I was at school with a guy, I don't know if you've seen any of his uh, his videos. A guy called Chris MD, he right. makes like a makes makes FIFA fo- like football content. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> we were getting ready to go to uni together. Uh, and he was like, he, he just pulled me aside one day and he, I, I'd known he was doing YouTube and stuff, but it was in this kind of era around 2013, 2014 when you know content creators that it was a full-time job wasn't really a thing like you know yeah. he used to he used to make videos for fun and he was like I'm actually going to delay uni for a year like I'm making enough to live off YouTube and bloody I was hell. like bloody hell that's a weird thought like making videos in your room and you're making enough enough money to live off it and he's like I'm just going to see where it goes kind of thing and uh I was in in my last year of uni what did you I was study kinda, at uni uh, I studied law I went what? up I went I studied at Durham and then I did a I did a master's in MSC kind of for the same reason to kind of like, you know, delay everything for a year, but I was in my last year of uni and I was like, God, I, I like, I could, I could really do the, a bit of money. Like I, um, yeah, yeah. but I was like, if I get a job, like working weekends, for example, like if I, if I get a shift on Saturday and Sunday and I've got an essay due on Monday, like I, you know, I'm gonna, it, it will either hold back my studies or I'm going to get in trouble at work for not being able to do my shifts. Yeah. So I was like, how can I like make a bit of money on the side? Um, you know, that's like kind of time flexible, had a little look at YouTube, made a couple of videos. And then, you know, since there, it's been a bit of a wild ride for the last two years. It kind of got to the same point with me where I was like, you know, I could kind of make a living off this. And yeah. I'm a couple of months into that, just just seeing how it goes, you know, and thankfully finished my degree. So I always have that to fall back on. So <laughs> you got a backup. That's so, yeah, I <laughs> got, got a backup. So that's basically how it started. And I kind of, I kind of never anticipated it being a full-time thing, but, you know, just the more the more I was making the content and stuff and just just really enjoying putting stuff out, hearing people's reactions to it, you know, the more I enjoyed it. And I was like, why not? If, you know, if this could potentially be a, a full-time thing with a, a proper career, like why not have a shot, shot at it? And then if if it doesn't work out, I'll go back to having a job, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's one of the best things about, I mean, about that sort of thing where you go, well, I mean, I'll I'll just keep going and I'll keep having a go at it. And if not, that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't seem to understand is that you need to have that level head in that I will go back to a job if I have to. I'm not not afraid of that. And I think that's one thing that the pandemic has done to some people in that, particularly people in my industry, in that obviously we can't work in theatres and clubs anymore because they're yeah. all shut. So some of us have had to go back to normal day jobs. I know loads of comedians that have gone back to day jobs and yeah. th- there's no shame in it. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, there's but, no shame in it whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
1: it's, it's one of those things as well. And I, I always feel like it's something you can regret not trying, but if yeah, you try yeah. it, like how can you really regret it? And I I remember when I was talking to my parents about it being like, I want to drop out. They were like, you know the, the job market's such a different place than it was however many years ago and they're just like you know if you take a year or two out to try something you know it's not the same 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 world as it was where you kind of had one job for your entire life you know like yeah. people chop and change jobs and you know if you've got you got the chance to go for something go for it but at the same time like you know if you're going to have to go back to to working a an employed job like yeah absolutely no shame in it and like you obviously you've got time weekends afternoons evenings and stuff to kind of get a bit of bit of work in like continue it you know if you're mm-hmm. a comedian put out you know maybe do a gig on a Friday night or if you're trying to make YouTube and you know it gets to the point where you have to go back to employment you can always spend a Sunday making a video you know so it, it never kind of yeah. really stops like that's one of the good thing about content creation I feel like is like you know there's no set amount of time that you have to put into it you know like you can put in an hour an hour a day you know, an hour a week or whatever, or yeah. do it full time. But, you know, it's, it's always there for you,
0: which is it's, it's good. Yeah. I think what's also good with content creation is that, well, and this could be a good or a bad thing is that you can do it at any moment as well. But also if you start getting on a roll of something, you, it, you you it's an absolute nightmare. You could do three weeks worth of work in an hour, but then also you could have three weeks where you haven't even done an hour's worth of stuff. You're like, oh God, this is, yeah. I've got no ideas. I've got nothing. So what do you do to for inspiration and things?
1: yeah that is that is definitely one of the tough things i think uh like you were talking before about airline when i was when I was doing yeah. those compilations of yeah basically air, people rocking up at an airport <laughs> either too late for their flight or not having read their boarding card or anything like that and and freaking out it was kind of like a you know I knew every single week if I didn't have an idea for a video, I could go back to the old series but yeah. You know, I've started to do that a little bit less at the moment. You know, now it's my full-time job. All of the, mm-hmm. all of the TV series are like copyright claims, so I can't actually earn any money from them.
0: Of course, yeah. So I've
1: got i have I've, I've been making like original content to kind of go alongside it, and obviously every now and then, pulling out an airline freakouts just to like <laughs> obviously just because people enjoy them. And I yeah. never
0: forget your roots, Arthur. Never exactly, forget your roots. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. But that is definitely. I mean, that was one thing I was thinking when I was at work. I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm rocking up at work today. And my boss would just hand me something and just be like you know here's a contract proofread this and adapt it for this whatever you know like you'd, you'd get there and you'd have work to do and at whatever seven o'clock at night you'd clock off and that'd be you done for the day mm-hmm. whereas at the moment yeah if i if i'm like i can't really think of a video idea and it takes a few days it's 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 a strange one it's it's yeah. it's definitely a hard hard thing to get your head around the whole kind of like idea of like you know you've you've got to come up with something but with the internet i mean you know, there's always, especially with a quite a generic YouTube channel like mine, where like I kind of do commentary on anything. Yeah. So people are always just sending me like, you know, funny clips, funny stories to talk about, which I guess kind of helps. Like, you know, if I can't really think of a, a bang of YouTube video, I'll just end up, you know, going with something that will kind of like tick along whilst I'm, I'm thinking of something yeah, yeah. else. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's really cool, isn't it? Because I first came across your YouTube channel uh, quite early on in that when you were doing um, the airline videos. So, and for those of you that don't know, airline was a TV show that followed EasyJet um, around a couple of different airports. And uh, <laughs> it was uh, one of the stars of the show was uh, Leo, St. Leo. Yes, uh, Saint Leo. <laughs> which, did you ever think, were you a fan of airline when it was on TV? Is that is that mm-hmm. what came about to make these videos? Because you then became friends with St. Leo.
1: Yeah, I did. It was so strange. I I had actually never seen it on TV. It was one time, um, it was actually just this girl that I was talking to at uni sent me this Twitter thread and some guy had basically just done a little compilation of like, you know, 10 tweets being like, here's a funny, like clip of this person freaking out. And it was this show. And I was like, God, I could binge this for hours on end. And I just did one video on it. It was literally my first ever commentary video. And I just, I got my mate who I was studying law with at the time. Actually we sat in a room and just had a look at a few of these freakouts and recorded it. Like, yeah. you know, no equipment at all. Like literally just my laptop, mic. had a bit of a banter and people just absolutely loved it. They, it, I mean, it is hilarious. I mean the, the freak outs are, are unrivaled. I'm guessing the people didn't know that they'd be, you know, immortalized <laughs> on the internet when they were being recorded on whatever, 2001
0: yeah and it, yeah to be just, fair though some some of the content does look like it's been recorded on a nokia 3310 doesn't it <laughs> yeah that is true it is it's appalling
1: quality but <laughs> i mean people you know they're still using like french franks and yeah. very old computers with you know green text on a black screen so you can tell it's a very old show <laughs> but the freak never die i mean in a thousand times you know human nature is going to be the exact same you're going to have entitled people freaking out so i feel yeah. like it's going to be one of those things that's always entertaining but uh but yeah, that's the exact thing that I was talking about earlier about like, you know, you just never know where any of these things go. And, you know, one one day I'm posting a video about these freakouts and, you know, six months later, I'm there with the star of the show, having a pint, <laughs> looking back on it. And it's so funny. I mean, like anyone who's watched the freakouts just knows Leo just, he's a great bloke. Oh he's yeah. He's a lovely absolutely. guy and he absolutely. is the exact same in real life. Is he really? Um, he really is. He has so much time for me, which is so nice, you know, like never asked for anything in return it was just always happy to come kind of like you know drive down grab a beer watch a few freak outs have a chat about his time on the show <laughs> chill out for a bit after and then head home and and literally uh yeah we, we we became mates through me commenting on the show that was on on tv what 10 20 years ago it's so funny yeah. but
0: you know what was your favorite, what's your favorite freak out that's been on that show
1: Oh, that's a tough one. I think it's got to be the the French lady with her cat trying to smuggle her, trying to smuggle her cat in her hand luggage. <laughs> Somehow she got it into the country doing that, but they wouldn't yeah. let, it, let it go. And they basically, yeah, they, they told her that, she, uh, that the cat had to go into quarantine by law, I think, and they had to take her cat. And she was like, no, you're not taking my cat. She puts in her hand luggage and tries to run away. <laughs> and she's got all these airport personnel chasing after her to seize her cat and as a massive freak out, just uh, that, that, that's that got to be my favourite thing. Oh. What's
0: yours? What's your favourite one? I, I think it's, the, you know, the guy with the ridiculously expensive violin who's just oh, like, yes. oh, well, oh, you know, yeah. and he does—he gives you the whole bloody Wikipedia page <laughs> yeah, about what it is. because it can't yeah. go there, it can't go there. And he's just they're like, well, okay, just to get rid of him, I think at check-in, they go, right, well, we'll put this label on, but you can yeah. take it through. But if <laughs> yeah. they say you can't take it on, you can't take it on. So he goes to board the plane at the, uh, at the gate and they go that needs to be put in the hold and he goes no and they say and then he starts reeling off his wikipedia page again about this yeah. bloody violin and she goes well it's got a yellow tag on it. he just rips the yellow tag on. he goes well it hasn't anymore <laughs> and he just <laughs> he just marches oh. onto the plane he yeah goes,
1: <laughs> with this 200 year old viola or whatever oh ridiculous. yeah ridiculous the God, characters God. are just I mean it was on it was on for 10 years so the amount of time they had to clap to um you know, capture some absolute classics. Just the, the number of different unbelievable characters that are almost like something out of a TV sitcom—is is unreal. Yes. Some
0: of so, it, you go, I, you can't write this, like, because yeah. there's another. There's another. Um, I don't want to spoil the YouTube channel. I want people to go see it. But uh, there's one where there's a guy who's forgotten his passports to fly to Scotland, and he's like, "Well, I can get on a uh, on a train up to Scotland without a passport." And you're like, yeah, but you're getting on a plane. What is wrong yeah. with you? you know, yeah. <laughs> You've got no form of photo ID to get on a plane. Is it? All right. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll bugger off back to the train station and get on the train then. It's not. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's I've i no never
1: comfy. understood that. The number of times people freak out about, the, you know, they're going to miss their we- the wedding that's on tomorrow. And it's like, well, there's a train that literally gets you there in like six hours. Yeah, very odd. Just an odd (laughs) bunch of people, but you know,
0: (laughs) yeah, the amount of ill preparedness that people have, like the squeaky mouse lady, she can't seem to understand is that. Do you think you're just a massively unreliable person? Yeah, (laughs) what it is. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that. That's the almost the slightly
1: infuriating thing. They always seem to put the blame on the airline. It's like, yeah. you know, you're, you've got interviews to be flying out to and stuff and you're you're arriving 10 minutes before the plane <laughs> flies away. And it's like, <laughs> how do you not? So the number of people that just comment down below, like I can finally understand why my mum woke me up like seven hours before the flight was ready and <laughs> got me to the airport four hours before the flight yeah. goes so that we avoid this. But... Yeah, the number of people who just shift the blame onto the airline, like it's their fault that they totally missed checking, crazy. is crazy. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you started your channel with with no face. You were just doing the the audio, the voiceovers. Yeah. Uh, and then was it you said the thousand thousand K mark? You you do a face reveal. Yeah, uh, hundred thousand. Yeah, hundred thousand. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. What was what was the uh, the reasoning behind that? Did you did you just not want to be on camera? Did you just never think about that sort of thing? What what was uh... that sort of thing?
1: Well, I mean, to, to be fair, because it started off with just, you know, my mate and, and our laptop, we didn't, we didn't have a camera. We didn't have a microphone. Yeah. We didn't really have anything. And it got to around, around 20,000 subscribers. Wow. And I started noticing like quite a lot of people messaging, like I'm really curious what your face looks like, all this kind of yeah. stuff. It's a bit creepy and, uh, as well. though, isn't it? <laughs> it was a little bit creepy. Um, people every now and then someone would actually send me, a picture of my face and my full name like I know who you are and I'd be like bloody hell that's that is creepy that is no special. idea how they get their hands on that information <laughs> but um yeah I mean it, 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 I I always knew I'd be a little bit you know nervous getting the camera out for the first time like how people would respond and stuff so I ended up just making it into a bit of a fun thing you know I was like you know what if if you guys really want to see what I look like tell your friends and family to subscribe, help me get to a hundred thousand <laughs> and then I'll do it. And then hopefully I'll, in the back of my mind, I was also thinking like, you know, hopefully by then I will have made enough money from YouTube to be able to afford a, a camera and, you know, reasonable equipment to do that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, quite a lot of big YouTubers now just have, you know, have remained anonymous completely. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you got Mimulus with 4 million subscribers, doesn't show his face, Dream, the big, you know, Minecraft YouTuber, 18 million doesn't show his face. So it was something I was considering, you know, Especially actually going into law, yeah. I was like, you know, if people knew my name and my face, if I said something in my videos that, you know, especially with the way the internet is today, they can, people take offense at the smallest of things.
0: Yeah.
1: All it would take is one person to get really upset with something, you know, that I said. You know, those airline videos, I was, you know, the part of them was just the whole point was just roasting the passengers that were yeah. uh, late or, as much as possible. Cause, you know, <laughs> it was like kind of like a spend 10 minutes just poking fun at them. And all it, all it would have taken would be, one person to be like I didn't like this joke this was offensive yeah you know contact the law firm that I was working at and you know I could get sacked so I was quite worried about that in the first place to be honest with you um but yeah then I just I just decided you know like it it, it'll be one of those things where you know it'll help my content I think if my face is out there and people can kind of like you know relate to me a bit more personally and yeah I just decided to to go for it and for my hundred thousand I obviously got Saint Leo to Yes. to rock up and be on video with me and do my 100,000 <laughs> subscriber
0: special with me. It's just obviously good fun. Absolutely. No, that's absolutely amazing. I, mean, I think I get really... like I've done the odd YouTube video, but I say YouTube video, I do content for my Facebook page that I happen to put onto YouTube as well. So it's never made okay. for YouTube, if that makes sense. So it's yeah. only ever me doing bits to camera or something like that. I spend far too long deciding what to wear because <laughs> ultimately I'm like, on, if I'm on stage, I'm usually wearing a suit. So it's either a three-piece or a one-piece suit, a uh, two-piece, not one-piece. I'm not exposing yeah. things. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> a two-piece or three-piece suit. It's what I normally wear. But then... I was like, you can't wear that for a video. That's mental. So then because yeah. ultimately, okay, I look smart on stage, but day to day, I'm a bit of a scruff. Like I'm quite yeah. happy just <laughs> wearing trackies all day. I'm happy with that. So yeah. I'd spend far too long thinking about what I'm gonna wear on a video. So does ever does any of that ever go through your mind?
1: It does, yeah. It happens all the time. I mean, um, I keep it very, very plain and simple because I don't, you know, I don't want to overthink it. I just yeah. I, I wear a white t-shirt. Or a navy pullover jumper, or anything like that. But um, my worst thing is, even though I'm 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 24, it seems like I'm only only halfway through my physical development. I feel like I'm still going through puberty. I still get really spotty, and I've recently discovered the uh, the uh, the miracle that is concealer, and that's always been the big one for me. I used to be like, you know, I'd wake up and if I had a really big spot on my face, I'd be like, I cannot film with this because I'm gonna get roasted so badly for it. But then. Uh, but yeah, it, it 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 was usually usually that rather than what I was wearing. But um, I guess it I only, I'm I'm showing my face. It's only really the top top part of my neck. But uh, yeah, yeah, I always think that I'm like, uh, you know, should I be putting effort into an outfit to look good for this or anything? But yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm a fan of just keeping it simple. So there's nothing for anyone to really talk about. Someone actually did comment on uh one of my first videos, like um oh, can we uh, can we just take a moment to appreciate Arthur's fashion style? And someone replied like, he's literally just wearing a white T-shirt. <laughs> and got loads of likes. And he was like, yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that is totally fair. Yeah. I like the
1: scarf though. Yeah, I like it. Uh, oh,
0: thank appreciating you. I appreciate the know, fashion today. Well, we say this, but... For the listener, I'm wearing a green jumper, which I bought as a Halloween costume um, because I was going to go, uh, I was doing a show at Tees University on Halloween and I was going to go as Brian Clough. And then I got told that no one's going to know who Brian Clough is. And I went, football manager, miney, son, miney. That way he went, no, no, no one's going to know that. I went, right, okay, well, I got in, so I got in a mood and went as Donald Trump as well. Uh, <laughs> right, the reason why I'm wearing a scarf nice. <laughs> is because I've got a blue jumper, a blue t-shirt underneath. And apparently you're not supposed to wear blue and green together. I oh, don't kind no of know this. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't so- have known
1: that either. That would be the exact kind of thing that you'd, you'd do. No, you wouldn't even think about it. And then your comment section would be filled with it. That's what people are like on the internet. One small <laughs> error. It's something that really annoys me actually. Like I'll spend a week putting loads of effort into a video. I think I've gotten everything right. I remember one time I accidentally said stepfather rather than father-in-law. Right. And no, not like it's it's almost as if everyone completely avoids all the entertaining content you put out there. <laughs> And they're just roasting me, being like, "How do you not know the difference between stepfather and father-in-law, you idiot?" And I'm like, "Oh my goodness!"
0: And <laughs> people on the internet just love to pick out any small flaws. So, oh, definitely. We, uh, yeah. me and a friend of mine, uh, Alfie Joey, we, we do a double act together called the, the Mimic Men. We were on Britain's mm. Got Talent a few years ago. Oh, and, nice! Uh, so we did this. We did this show, and the thing is obviously you film it so, so far in advance and then it gets put out on telly in, uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's around Easter time, but you filmed it all around Christmas. So it's all done. And then, uh, so you go through Twitter and you just see people and 99.9% of the time, the internet is quite friendly and quite helpful. You know, it's yeah, that people yeah. are quite nice, but you always get the ones going, oh, that was rubbish. That was yeah. stupid. You go, well, what, yeah. what idiot did this? I said, who told, who told him they could do this? You go, oh, yeah. If ever you want to be brought down a peg, read the internet. <laughs> yeah,
1: literally just put yourself up to criticism. I feel like the people who just go, oh, that was kind of funny, you know, might just drop a like. Yeah, and they're the majority, so they're the ones that don't really say anything, and it's only the very angry minority who are just like, "This was absolutely rubbish. This joke was absolutely not funny." That will just rant, and they're unfortunately the ones that you read. But I mean, you just have to take it on the chin, don't you? If you put yourself out there, you're putting yourself out there for criticism. So yeah, it's what yeah, can you it's do? One
0: it's one of those things where you just go like, I, "So I, I think one of the worst ones." was uh was something like this. Has anyone ever realized that Cal actually looks like a really bad, ill David Tennant? And I'm like, oh, oh. thanks. That's that's oh. great. It's <laughs> like oh. oh wow. That's that's <laughs> that's painful. Yeah. That, I don't the know un- who's more offended, David Tennant or me? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> the unique ones are always the the harshest ones because every now and then like you know, one-line mean comments I, I tend to just not read too much into but every now and then, someone will lend me a, uh, send me a, a well thought out, strongly worded, written like you know, good several hundred words of just tearing into everything that's wrong with my personality, my looks, yeah. and I'm like, oh god, like it's. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just one of those things you've got to kind of laugh at.
0: Yeah, I, I, it, they do make me laugh though. That's the thing. You get you get comments and you go, brilliant i love that I, yeah i try not to because there's i think it must be the comedian side of me where you, if you get a red button they say don't press that red button i want to press it Do you know yeah. what I mean? it's, yeah. it's just there. so if people are going to give me or tweet me horrible things and stuff i can't help but like them and so go, yeah it made <laughs> me laugh i'm sorry it didn't make yeah. me laugh i can't, I can't yeah care. exactly yeah <laughs> I had I had one person message me on my Facebook page, sent me a message saying, hey, just wanted to send you a quick note to say, uh, love you. I, I did uh, a prank call calling the nursery Mrs. Doubtfire. And uh, they said, oh, I love this video. Thought it was absolutely brilliant. Made, made me really smile. Thank you very much. And I was just literally 30 seconds before I was about to walk on stage and I saw it on my phone. And I read the message, left the message open, so I remembered to come off stage and reply to it. By the time I'd done a set for 20, 25 minutes, if that came mm. off stage I had I'd had another message from them saying hmm, well you've read the message but you're not going to reply to me mm, uh, former fan hashtag unfollowed and I'm no. like oh. <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> it was 20 minutes ago <laughs> oh. Jesus yeah, the, yeah entitlement as well
1: isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy but oh. you know you, you can you can pull off a, a white t-shirt very well after that oh, thank you that's... I appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned before you did uh, one of your first videos was a vlog. Had, mm. Have you ever considered vlogging since? Um,
1: I mean, I always feel like vlogging is, you know, one of those things that back in the day it was very easy to get into, you know, like I think I, I never particularly watched them, but I've heard about them that have you heard of Alfie days?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he he, I think, you know, just, just was just vlogging his everyday life and people were kind of like, Oh, what a fascinating concept, like, you know, tuning in on this person's life. I feel like nowadays there are so many people that vlog their lives. Yeah. To be up amongst the top of them, like whether you like them or not, like, you know, people like Logan Paul are just at the absolute peak and, you know, David Dobrik and you watch their vlogs and they're like, you know, they're renting out three million pound mansions for the day and turning it into a house party or, you know, renting a massive boat and doing front flips off them or, you know, they're doing the craziest things that, yeah. It's it's I, I can't imagine what people would possibly be interested in my life that would make people <laughs> click on a video, you know, like when you've got like, oh, Logan Paul unboxes three million pound Pokemon card or like, you know, Arthur, you know, has a kick around in the park on a Sunday afternoon, yeah. especially in lockdown as well. Like, yeah, exactly. As if like my life wasn't boring enough, like in lockdown <laughs> as well, like, ah, oh, there's, there's, there's no content there maybe one day if my life gets more exciting, I consider it. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like as as your following grows, uh, it's been one of the, one of the things I've found quite hard to do is to kind of like get into the idea that people are actually, you know, roughly interested into the more, more boring side of your life, you know, like if they're interested in your video, you know, people are like, oh, like, you know, I get the occasional message like, oh, like what's your gym routine? Or like, you know, what's your setup like? And the kind of stuff that I would always think would just be really boring. I yeah. you know people are interested in so you know maybe every now and then I'd probably do a vlog just being like maybe this is what you know life's like as a YouTuber maybe or yeah something like that but yeah I can't see my content evolving into the the Logan Paul style madness <laughs> just because I don't feel like the uh yeah the London London student apartment life is quite the same as the uh <laughs>
0: LA mansion kind of life so I don't know we'll see well, my next question is, what's your gym setup, Arthur? Uh, that's that's what we all want to know, really. <laughs> Do you actually want to know? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you want to, I'm not fussed. You know, it's... <laughs>
1: no, very boring, unfortunately. Go for the oh. occasional run, lift a couple of weights. That's pretty much
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's more than me i i've turned into one of these people where for christmas my my, my partner got me what uh, a fitbit watch So uh, hey, yeah. i'm one of these people that gets a nudge at 10 minutes towards the hour that goes oh you've got 88 steps left i'm like oh must do my steps mm. uh, that's what i've turned into and nice. so yeah i couldn't vlog my life because i would be like oh what did i do today oh well i i um fed the fish um <laughs> yeah. chatted and looked at the bird table thought oh yeah i should fix that really yeah um Thought about what I wanted for tea, couldn't be bothered, ended up having crisps. There we go, that's <laughs> me life. <you> know? <laughs> that's it, yeah.
1: I feel like there's there's you know, there's the potential. Like, I think people are always curious in lives that are very different to them. So I feel like if you did a vlog, you know, when uh when the when the country's back up and running and you're not, you know, you're going on a on a on a little tour for stand-ups and kind of stuff, people seeing behind the scenes there.
0: Well, you know, I, I have thought about could this. It would be pretty like, interesting. Is, that is quite interesting in that some weekends I'm in Glasgow, then I'm in Edinburgh, then Aberdeen mm. or Leeds or Nottingham, London, cut wherever I am, gigging all over the place. You go, yeah. Oh yeah, I could do that. But then also <laughs> I'm really boring. So I'm just like, oh <laughs> you know, oh well, I decided to to drive to to Glasgow today. I'm checking into my hotel. Right, okay. Yeah. But now I'm probably just gonna sit here watch uh Tenable tipping point the chase then have a shower then go to the gig that's probably what i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah
1: i'm the exact same like well i'm very happy just living a very very relaxed life you know like putting the videos out and then staying relatively chill so <laughs> i'm with you there i don't think there's enough enough quite exciting stuff to go on but Maybe if we record every day for a year, at the end of the year, we can muster five or 10 minutes of interesting vlog footage.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, brilliant. One one vlog and a <laughs> yeah. ho- short one at that. <laughs> yeah, half a TikTok maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's next for you, Arthur? What's next for you? Your, your plans coming up in the, in the next few months? I honestly don't
1: know. I actually really don't know. Um, other, I mean, I, very short term. I've, I did a Come Down With Me video the other day and that's the same kind of thing as airline actually i think and it's a uh, you know it's a it's a classic tv show with yeah. entitled people freaking out i'm sure you've seen the classic what dear me what a sad little life jane have you ever seen that clip going around <laughs> yes, on the internet enjoy I the actually,
0: money get off my property <laughs> yeah that
1: classic rant. i actually watched the full episode the other day and i'm currently working on a video about that but um yeah i mean what the future holds i genuinely have no idea that's the kind of scary thing you know when, when when you're looking at employment, you kind of have a career path in mind, you know, work five years, you know, get promoted, maybe another five years, get promoted, maybe move to this job. With this, I mean, I you know, who knows, like, you know, I've started doing TikTok, but, you know, TikTok could die in a month. Like, you know, YouTube, like people love commentary videos at the moment on YouTube, but, you know, gaming's getting really big. Minecraft is, you know, the Minecraft YouTubers are absolutely killing it at the moment and taking Taking a load of viewers of off commentary YouTubers, like I feel like just no one knows what the future holds really in 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 social media and on the internet. So I've always kind of thought that, you know, it's it's not the people who are the best at whatever kind of content is big at the time that make it long term. It's the people who evolve into like, yeah. you know, giving people what they want. And if I look at, you know, for example, my mate Chris, the guy that I was talking about earlier, you know, six years ago, he was making like mostly FIFA videos mm-hmm. and a lot of other people who were doing FIFA videos, you know, in two or three years later that people kind of got quite bored of them. Yeah. And a, a lot of his mates and people who, that he was doing FIFA videos with kind of died off. Mm. But he evolved into real life football challenges, you know, crossbar challenges,
0: oh, fantastic. You know, yeah. all that
1: kind of stuff, like, you know, hit the crossbar and I'll buy you a PS4 with his mates kind of videos that did yeah. really, really well. And now FIFA's back in. Mm -hmm. And it's because he's been able to evolve with the trends that he's been able to, like, you know, survive and thrive on on social media. Mm -hmm. So I I feel like it's I I haven't really got an idea of where it's going. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just kind of just focused on being like, you know, when when there's a a trend shift and whatever people are interested in, kind of just being like when that happens, you need to be one of the people that go like, this is what people want to see now. And like, can you make that kind of content, you know? So. So, yeah.
0: But it is, we'll it is interesting, isn't it? Because I'm I'm one of these people that just like I will play FIFA for so long. I I can lose days playing FIFA, just sitting yeah, there and playing, and playing, and playing. To so the point where actually one year, so I, I live in Newcastle and support Newcastle United. Um, for my sins Mm. but I'm from Shrewsbury originally in the Midlands so whenever I play FIFA I go manager mode I always go for Shrewsbury because Shrewsbury are are right down the bottom so they're always in like league one or league one or league two so I can build them up and I played FIFA so much the once I managed to win the European Cup with Shrewsbury and (laughs) legitimately buy uh, Johan Kabay and Hatton Ban Arfa for Shrewsbury Town without doing any cheats or signing people for free and selling them on and some reason I don't don't know how I did it, but uh DDA drogba was on a on a free from Chelsea no this particular game. I, I don't know how on earth it happened, and um, uh he signed for Shrewsbury Town in the championship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are the best. I, I those long career modes where you take a small team to the absolute top. Yeah, yeah, great feeling. I think I, I've never done it with any particularly haven't gone that low, but I did it once with Swansea just because I like the all white kit, like the, the Real Madrid, yeah. almost kind of like the you know Los Blancos. And uh, yeah, I remember I it, because they were still relatively near the top, you know. Yeah. I, uh, I ended up signing Messi like three or four seasons down the line, nice. and it was one of those like Messi banging hat tricks for Swansea. It's just
0: <laughs> just one of those funny ones. But um... what I what I did used to like to do as well is I'm sure I can't be the only person. Um, obviously, being a Newcastle United fan, I used to like to sign Sunderland players to Shrewsbury just to put them in the reserves and never play them just <laughs> just because I'm in I a bit will... of a mood. <laughs> And am patting vindictive on yeah. not real players. <laughs> oh my goodness. Players I've never, ever met in my life and just got really a player for Sunderland. Yeah. I, just, I bought, I paid over the odds for them. They're, they're the highest ranked player I've ever bought and they're sitting on the bench. I don't care. Worth it though. Transfer budget well spent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um. <laughs> so you, as we said before, in your commentary channels, your, your mm. commentary channel, sorry, um, you started on Airline, you've done videos, as you say, about uh, Come Dine With Me is one, uh, mm. 90 Day Fiancé is another one that you've done a bit of a series on. How yeah. do you how do you come up with which shows? Because every show you've chosen are all mm. binge-worthy. That's yeah. absolutely incredible. So uh, they, I, I could watch hours and hours of Airline and because of your channel, I have gone on to go look for episodes of Airline just to watch all of them. Yeah. You forget how great they are.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, a, a big part of it, um, especially Come Dine With Me, was just viewers recommending it. You know, like, yeah. they'll watch the airline freakouts. They've noticed that I, I don't post them as frequently. And they're like, oh, if you're out of airline content, you know, there's there's great content here. Like, So I did Come Dine With Me. I did Come Dine With Me. Already on that video, people are saying, check out uh, Four In A Bed. Haven't seen yeah. any of it. And then watched one clip of it, and it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, so A lot of it's like that, but a lot of it is, um, I guess it's kind of almost like a... You know, I kind of look at it sometimes like it, like it's just a normal, a normal business Yeah, and that my, uh, you know, do, just doing a bit of market research. And, and one thing that quite a lot of other, other YouTubers do it as well, I think, is you go on incognito mode so it doesn't have any of your like actual search history and I'll click on a couple of my own videos and YouTube then kind of, you know, through its algorithm, which is obviously, I mean, Google ran very advanced, will show yeah. you the kind of stuff that people who watch the airline freakouts also like watching. Right. And so I noticed that a lot of people that watch the airline freakouts will also be watching 90 day fiance and it's in my analytics tab as well. It's so like everyone, like, you know, people who watch your channel also watch these channels right. and there's a load of 90 day fiance ones. Um, thankfully, that's a good one because, uh, because TLC actually released the copyright claims for those that mm. so with those, you know, you can actually, you know, make a commentary video on 90 day fiance and actually, you know, walk home with the ad revenue rather than it all going Fantastic. into their pockets, which is quite yeah, nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's just so it's, it's a bit of a mix of just, just a bit of standard market research and people just sending in what they want to see. But yeah. I tend to just binge watch the shows myself first. Yeah. Because, you know, ultimately, if it's me commenting on them and me making the jokes about them, I've got to find them funny myself, you know. Yeah. If, if I fire up an episode and people get, or eat, or, you know, I'm like, I could easily roast this person for this. And I make a video on it.
0: <laughs> My terrible TV show that I'm binging at the moment is Coach Trip. I've started watching Coach Trip from the, oh. the very beginning. And I absolutely adore it because it is so petty. It's got that same pettiness yeah. of come down with me and stuff. And go, uh, we're giving you a yellow card because um, you gave us one last night. <laughs> so I thought we were doing it. And they're like, all right, okay, fair. That's fair. Okay. So
1: what's Coach Strip about? That's, funny enough, uh, uh, a show people have recommended quite a few times. Re-
0: oh. Arthur, you need to get on coach trip. Mate. Would you it's recommend it? It is incredible, right? It's, <laughs> so they have seven couples that go on a coach trip from London, um, and it depends on which series you watch as to how long the the trip is. Okay, it could yeah. be thirty days, it could be fifty days, and th- you stay on the coach for as long as the people on the coach like you. So. And you get it's a yellow and then red card system, so <laughs> everybody votes for you, and it's it gets really petty where it's just like, well, we're today me and Arthur are voting for uh, Joey and Dave because Joey burped at breakfast and we don't like that. You know, it's it's <laughs> oh so <my> great. <laughs>
1: exactly. And any show that brings out the pettiness in people <laughs> is instantly
0: it's instant entertainment. That's brilliant. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, absolutely. It is so so brilliant. It's so brilliant. I've got one final question, Uh, one final question for you, my friend. Who of your show business friends would you like to see on this podcast?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Out of my show business friends. Uh, You know what? I think Chris would be a great one to have on because he's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much uh, kind of new to this world. Don't really know what I'm doing, but uh, he's, you know, he's someone who's been in, been in this kind of like social media game for so many years and uh, obviously a football fan, just like yourself as well. I'm sure you'll have quite a lot to talk about football-related stuff. But um, yeah, I reckon if you could get get some Chris MD on here, that would be that be great. I'm sure your fans would absolutely love that.
0: Right, he's on the list. Arthur, nice. thank you so much for coming on to the Cal Halbert Podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been great fun.
0: The Cal Halbert Podcast. And there we have it, my friends. That was my chat and chinwag. Chat and chinwag. Does that make sense? Chinwag and chat? I don't know. Lockdown's taking its toll, I think, with Arthur TV. I hope you enjoyed that. Please check out his YouTube channel and all his social media as Arthur TV. That would be amazing. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a big share with all your friends. And if you can, give us five stars. That really, really helps us out. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Next week, I've got an amazing guest. So please, please, please tune in. See you next time. The Cal Halbert Podcast You've been listening to a Calvert Media production.